0: This is Iron Mike Stedman, and I want to thank you for tuning into my show, Dog Whistle Branding. Today, Bill and I riff on hustle porn and why taking advice from so many of today's pop culture thought leaders is a waste of time, especially for veteran entrepreneurs. Shortly after having this conversation with Bill, I was motivated to write the following post on LinkedIn If you want to start a business, don't read Tim Ferriss, Gary Vee, or any other pop culture entrepreneur. Instead, Crank open a Google Doc and do the following. Describe your idea with the caveat of building something people actually want. Identify your perfect customer. Create a menu of products and services. And create a list of your first 10 potential customers. Now go sell and verify you have something people are willing to pay for. Trust me, this will save you three to five years. Don't be a pop culture groupie. Been there, done that. Learn from my mistakes. I'm sorry, y'all, but there's just so much bullshit out there. And as listeners of this show, I have an obligation to help you avoid it. All right, Gunny, I've been talking too long. Get them ready. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tech planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com, to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a Dog Whistle brand.
1: Saddle up, lock and load. Bill, welcome back to Dog (laughs) Whistle Brand. (laughs) Well, we just had a very energizing call, which had to get bleeped out. Uh so I'm glad you weren't recorded and my mother will never hear me talking like that. But I love this topic, Mike. I do, I love it. I was a hustle porn follower uh way back in the day. And it it it's 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 a sad part of my life. It's a sad part of my life. And the reason I would want to talk about it today, Mike, is so that people don't do what I did. Yeah. We we want to wake people up. So let's wake them up.
0: I love it. So before we rip on hustle porn, I want to tell our listeners and you I had a breakthrough today. I found my BHAG for Ironbound Media. Right?
1: Yeah, baby. I
0: I was struggling with it, right? And I've said, Oh, I want to have margin so I can invest in startups and stuff, et cetera. And I was reading this book about startup studio playbook. And that's what I want to do. I want to generate enough margin to have our own little startup studio within Ironbound. Okay. You know, and we can we can just I ideate these different ideas. Some are gonna die, some are gonna take off, but we incubate them in house and then we find badass founders to run them.
1: Let's get it, baby. I'm all about that. You 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 get the money and the ideas, and uh we'll we'll coach them on up and we'll have one more uh, veteran-led badass small business out there changing the world. Let's go do it. Absolutely. So today,
0: Bill and I were, before we went live, we were just going in on hustle porn, the Gary Vanderchuk, the thought leaders on LinkedIn and Twitter oh and all this gosh. other place. And the reason we're riffing on it is because, you know, we realize that for a lot of early stage founders, whether they're small business owners or trying to launch the next great uniform, unicorn, when it comes to getting like entrepreneurial information, that's where they're going. Yeah. And it's like, that's who they're aspiring to be like. Versus me, I'm born. I I read old people like Bill. And Bill, you're not that old. You still, you know, still got some. Oh, thanks. That's the first time you've ever said that. (laughs) Still got some color in your hair. But seriously, if you saw the books I read, like people think it's like the new age stuff. Honestly, I'm reading like Ogilvy on marketing. You Mm -hmm. know, what was the guy from uh, uh, Chet Holmes, you know, the ultimate sales machine. Because for me, once you're really in the fight, and you're dealing with clients, and you're putting money in the bank account, right? Hype don't work, you know? And it was a waste of time from the very beginning. And, like, that's what I appreciate so much about, like, the tools that you've built at the Lions Pride. Because once, it's like Marine Corps gear. You know, you go out and buy all the new latest gear. You know, you call them, we call them, I don't even want to use the name. We used to call them back in the day. But after a while, you start to realize, like, yo, the stuff the Marine Corps issues is pretty good. You know, my black sleeping bag works in the snow. You know, my, my, my e-tool works. I'm good. I don't need to go spend all this other money on all this other stuff. It's like, yo, what are the yeah. basics that you need to survive and thrive? It's like these tools we have in Alliance Pride versus the hype marketing found in hustle porn.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yes. So when we, uh, for those of you who who uh, were behind weren't behind the curtain, you know, Mike said, well, uh our, it doesn't look like our guest's gonna make it and so I've got some topics and he and and I wrote them down. There's like one, two, three, four, five. And uh and and then I got triggered. One of the topics like completely triggered me and I lost it. And uh and we started to run down that that fall in that rabbit hole and Mike said stop. You let let's let's do it. And uh <clears throat> what I want every listener to understand right here is that when I am like on something, when I push a point, it's because I was guilty of doing the thing that I don't want you to do. And so I was the, the, the hustle porn guy and Michael defined that in just a second, but I was looking for all the solutions in all the wrong places. And Christopher Lockhead, if you're not following Christopher Lockhead out there on um, Category Pirate blog, you better. But last week, he he talked about this beautiful thing that I actually am probably going to get a tattoo on. It's called uh, Begos, but blinding glimpses of the obvious. And it's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> work harder. <laughs> yeah. uh, success comes from hard work, or it takes everything. I'm reading some of them. Authenticity is crucial to creating content that resonates. Yep. If you want to change the world, you have to change yourself. Uh, duh, (laughs) here's a good one for all you leaders out there. It takes every single person in your organization to achieve what you want to achieve. I'm like, you really are reading this crap. You are taking time away from your, you consider this education. This is gross misrepresentation of the solution. So I was telling Mike, you're looking for all the solutions in all the wrong places. And so Mike, I think let, let's, listen, we want to bring you, we want to be ice cold water on you because nobody else is going to tell you this stuff. And both of us have been in your seat. I promise you, both of us have run down the tra- rabbit trails and fallen in the rabbit holes. We're, we're, we're with the flares and the, and the red flags up here going, don't go this way. So Mike, let's start. What is hustle porn?
0: I'm going to define hustle porn as this culture of just like work, 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 kind of 24-7, but also this idea that you can just like manifest your, your way to success. You know, you it's the thought leaders out there. It's, um, and not all thought leaders, don't get me wrong. There's some great no. business authors, right? But there's just this cult following that's taking place around like hustle porn, ultimate productivity, record a hundred videos. And post them online right you know this idea that i don't know business is something more than it is which is just talking to customers selling products and services and helping people right anything that makes it like i don't know counter obvious i guess is word and i think that there's this like sense that like these gurus have this secret sauce this kind of magic sauce and there. Everyone is following them just blindly. And the problem with it is that like for early stage founders, right? Like it's really more of a distraction than anything else rather than going on YouTube and watching so-and-so talk to you about how you should post a hundred videos online. Right. Maybe just talk to like five of your perfect customers and figure out like what your products and services are that um, get their attention.
1: Yeah. He, he, um, uh, uh, this was Christopher in his blog. He pointed out that, uh, the author of the black Swan, um, Nassim, Nassim Khalid. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Khalid. Yeah. He really is a thought leader. I mean, he's out on the edge with some pretty breathtaking content. Um, there was another, I don't remember the authors, but there was the book Reengineering the Corporation. Fantastic stuff that has has literally been highly valued by by you know corporate America and even small business. And he pointed out that their audiences are like a percent or a tenth of a percent of Gary V. Okay. And what Christopher was pointing out, and this is what I want to challenge all of you to. A thought leader brings something to you that's potentially new and highly valuable. Meaning, you can implement this concept and eat and grow your company, grow your life, or grow something. All right. What Christopher was pointing out is that for most of us, thought leader thought leadership is popularity. You can be anything you want to be, like like like, 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 oh, that's thought leadership because one million people hit the like button. Really? That is not thought leadership. That is glimpses of the obvious, which just still makes me laugh. I I believe, Mike, I believe, and this is what I want all of you to hear. It is disrespectful for me to waste your freaking time with the obvious. I need to give you value and just telling you that you can be anything you want to be or that everybody in your organization helps you achieve your goals or some stupid thing that, you know, children know is disrespectful to you. I just used up milliseconds of your time and you wasted your time pushing the like button. Come on, really? No, I don't think so, Mike.
0: I think also like it's probably social media too that gets a lot of people's attention. Mm. And so like, that's where a lot of people are spending their time these days. They're on social media. So like you said, whatever is popular, people are assuming that it works and that's what
1: they should be doing versus Uh, like, versus like the real work. Well, Mike, when I go to a conference, a networking conference of, of entrepreneurs What's one of the questions that I ask that you laugh at that they don't want me to ask?
0: Oh, Oh, you're killing it, man. Oh, really? How much revenue did you bring
1: in last year? How much you pay yourself? Crickets. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Peacocks strutting around with name badges and, and cute outfits and no real results. And that's a lot of time what's happening on social media. Now... What um, my team was talking about, uh, and and we have a number of people on our team who were uh, cohort members. So they were small business owners, uh, founders, and um, I was just seeing if I could just read you this one quote. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, Bill, no real work is getting done on making the company, their team, or the owner's life better. Time is being wasted. And then, because of that, stress is going up. So then they move into what I call, Bill, life. This is a real founder CEO talking to me, all right, who's now on our team. He says, Bill, they move into life wasters, uh, trash food, uh, Instagram binging, and alcohol. (laughs) <laughs> alcohol is included in there too well i guess <laughs> excess alcohol yes mike i do love whiskey uh, uh but i don't i don't drink it because i'm wasting my life and i need you know to to uh numb myself i, right. I drink it because i'm with good people or i just want some but that's not what happens what happens is you're working 110% to get 10% of the progress and you just think because you can be anything you want to be or you know all this bullshit shallow stupid stuff um that doesn't require very much work and everybody thinks well this has a million likes it must really work then you end up getting 10% of the results you get of the frustration and therefore it's a, it's a cycle. You, 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 that whole weekend, you know, you're not with your family, your Instagram binging, your Netflix watching your trash food eating and over and over and over. It's kind of like Groundhog Day.
0: I think to, if you try to mimic that, like a lot of those practices, right? From some of mm. these hustle porn, thought leaders, right? It mm, ain't mm. you. Like, I'm not gonna name any names, but I literally know people I see posting, trying to mimic that kind of thought leadership and doing that, and then you see them in person and they're like a wreck. Yeah. You know, like you said, like no money in the bank account. Right. But they're about to, business is about to go over a cliff, but you jump on social media and it's like this this thing that like, oh, we've got it going on. And So one of the things that I'm always a big proponent of of like not and and I appreciate Seth Godin. I'm a big fan of Seth Godin. Yes. yes. And he talks about this he's like authenticity is overrated. You know, you could like you can be authentic but if you do a poor job <laughs> delivering the value that you promise like mm. nobody cares. Mm. You know? So he'll shoot stuff down sometimes when people try to go <clears throat> personal because he's like that's not what you're bringing me here for. You're bringing me here for it to share my knowledge around marketing and branding and crazy purple cows and stuff you don't want to know Seth Godin that's not what you're bringing for this particular event yeah but what i'm getting at is like if you start to try to mimic these people mm. right they're not real that is that is that is that is something that they are it's a character right mm. that's not what really drives business at the end of the day it's the fundamentals you know like i say talking to humans delivering value, building a brand recognition, building a, a, a brand recognition and credibility. That's what works, but it takes time. And like, you've got to do the work. And I'm guilty of it sometimes where, um, you know, even though I read like, I don't know, you know the Lion's Pride material or some of these older thought leaders, but I have to catch myself and recognize, hey, is this a distraction? Like, do I need to sit in my butt and spend time writing my own stuff for my business versus consuming
1: someone else's content for an hour yeah and, and you, uh, Mike you, <clears throat> you know the movie The Matrix mm-hmm. so you can keep taking the blue pill and you can keep believing that what you're, you're you're seeing and feeling and hearing is the real world but it's not until you take the red pill and then you realize that what you thought was authentic is not it was all made up, it was all fake. And a lot of times, uh, both social media itself, the, the the way the machine works, and then the people that get plugged into that machine, they're wonderful humans, uh, but they're not your solution. They're not, I, I read Seth Godin, I read um, you know a, a bunch of authors, which I'm happy to share. Uh, there's probably 10, 15 people that I read pretty regularly that I, I highly value. I do not read Gary Vee. I don't read Chet Holmes. I don't watch uh, Brendan Burchard. I don't, you know, all these people that, that want my eyeball and really their goal is not to give me some, you know, they, they, they want to hand me a painkiller. They want me to go, Oh, when I follow them, I feel really good. Yeah, I probably ought to buy some of their stuff because, geez, they, they they say they have millions. How about who's the guy on YouTube or whatever Facebook maybe who's who always walks you through his houses or his garage full of Ferraris? And oh yeah, yeah,
0: I forgot that. Ty What's Lopez.
1: That? Ty Lopez? Ty, I'm sure your mom loves you, and Ty, I'm sure you have. I guess you've helped a lot of people. Um, I don't know if those houses are real or those Ferraris are real, bro. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm just saying it could easily be faked. So, you know, come on. Um, Let's hang out with the real people. You know, and I could go to a networking conference. I would never, ever do this. Oh, there's this guy. Who was the guy that did uh, Wake Up Warrior? um out in California anyway they pretended none of them i don't think well he certainly wasn't uh was a military veteran but he built his program off of you know seal training and stuff like that where you could go have like an immersive weekend or something and he dressed up in black you know fatigues and you know he had the chiseled chin look and all that dude that never that guy never stepped a foot near a battlefield <laughs> But he sure never, pretended got to be. He never got shot at once. You know, maybe somebody shot a rubber band at him in, in grade school, right? And so you would never know that if you look at his marketing. And so who are you connected with? Who are you learning from? Are they authentic? Are they real? What have you implemented from them that brought you more time, freedom, more wealth, freedom, more money, a growing business? Uh, or you just hustle porning yourself to wasting an hour or two or whatever it is? I think that's the question uh, to always ask yourself. You know, um, who was it? Jim Rohn said, uh, uh, you're the average of the five people you hang out with. Bill Watkins would say, you're the average of the peop- five people you hang out with the most, but also the 25 people that you learn from. And, and are they the real deal? I think oftentimes not.
0: So when you first started the Morena group, did you have mm. you always had a, like a reading practice, like consuming content? Because I'll, I'll always text back and forth with Bill. He's an early morning reader. I read mm. all the time too, so we're constantly sharing books. But yep. do you think that consuming content like this or having like a daily reading practice is good for, yes. you know, early stage founders?
1: Totally. Um, I, I think... Um, yes. So I call it, um, there's a conscious incompetence, you know, there's conscious competence, there's unconscious competence, what you can do naturally, but then there's the other side where there's conscious incompetence and then there's unconscious incompetence. Um, you know, listen, we're military veterans. We transitioned. We're now in business. We we have uh, some skills we brought over from the military, which is conscious competence and even some unconscious competence. You know what Marines just learn from being a Marine, yeah? Or what what Navy uh, sailors learn from just being a sailor, etc. But but I think then we move into the incompetence, and when we move into business, uh, I think we have conscious incompetence. And I also think uh, we have a huge um, uh, iceberg called unconscious uh, incompetence. Mike, how do you fix that? You hang out with people who are consciously competent in the areas where you are incompetent. Some of them may come from books. Some of them, and, and the sad thing about books is, Uh, the publishing industry creates uh, a 250-page book out of what could have been a 50-page book. Um, But that's the way it is. So you got to speed read or be comfortable to skip. And then um, you're hanging out with the people uh, maybe on their weekly blogs, like uh, Christopher Lockhead's Category Pirates. Super valuable. Steve Graves. When it comes to leadership, Steve Graves uh, is... I would consider him my coach. Uh, we met back in the late '90s, and we've been hanging out ever since. He's my age, but I still learn from the guy. You want leadership? Steve Graves. You want hocus pocus bullshit? I don't know the 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 hustle porn people, who by the way social media will promote to you because they're so freaking popular. They're like cocaine.
0: I think what you do is, I think you're right. I think, one, you've got to get a mentor. you got to get a coach or someone. Like, I was in that phase reading that hustle porn stuff. And then you introduced me to, like, Jim Collins and Good to Great. And I had to, like, put my big boy pants on. And I started reading it. And I was like, wow, this is, like, I loved it. And at the time, I thought it was kind of, like, out of my world. You know, this looks very businessy, right? Now, even though I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm like, this Jim Collins and all these people, But I think it was a combination of how you started breaking down like the hedgehog strategy and the X factor, you know, and all these different frameworks he's developed that actually work. That was super valuable for me to help me understand how to read and actually utilize frameworks. So now instead of just reading content about go do this, it's like, hey, man, I got a framework. You know, and yesterday on one of the cohort calls, we were talking about strategy. And there's yep. all these different frameworks out there, but they're super valuable. And I think for us as leaders of our business, you know, it's easy to get in the weeds, blocking and tackling. But mm. I do think it's important for us to think at that like strategic level, yeah. you know, at least having somebody on our team, you know, thinking there. Because you can't really rely on your, your team members, like your staff, to be thinking, you know, oh, my God, where is your company going to be three, four or five years from now? Do you right. have a playbook to get there? Right. Are they well versed? Are they like, are they getting fired up every day to read and learn so that they can be really good at their job versus us? It's like, yo, what do we need to know so that our team team can win as uh, entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah. When I, when I have check-ins with my team members, I go, so, you know, like a 15 minute monthly check-in, like, you know, uh, um, uh, where are you winning? where are you struggling, which means where are you slowing down, where are you stuck, which means what has stopped you. Uh, and then the fourth question is, where are you learning? I want everybody in my organizations to know that my expectation is that you're not smart enough for tomorrow and you better get smart enough. It's not my job to make you smarter. I can be part of that, uh, that you know that acceleration but you own the responsibility of getting better not me and uh you know tom brady's a great example you know of a uh, one of the most i think he is the winning winningest quarterback in history so far but that guy had like four of his own individual coaches and he worked his ass off so you know he didn't go to bill belichick and say you know, hey, what do you want me to do? I mean, he did it himself, you know, so that when he walked on the field, he was in tip top optimal condition. And as coaches were watching him, they had eyes on him and they were there. He was a learner going all the way back to when he was in college or even pre college. And so that's just a great example of someone who said, It's my responsibility to get better. And how can I get better? Now, He he didn't plug into hustle porn and go, well, Tom, you can be the best quarterback in the world. He knew that there was a huge freaking gap between the quarterback he was and the quarterback that he wanted to become. And he went to work. And see, that's the thing. You don't go to work just by... Sitting on social media, getting buzzed and hitting the like button and all that sort of stuff. You go to work by doing what Mike just said, whereas you get somebody who gives you a framework. You don't become a world-class athlete without going to a coach and says, oh, you want to be a world-class athlete? Fine. You need to do this and this and this and this. And I'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. You know, I'll see you, you know, next week uh on Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock. And they give you a plan, and then you violently execute on that plan. And if you're thinking you,
0: go ahead. I was gonna say, and in addition to the the you know, somebody's gonna give you that framework, that step-by-step process, one of the mm. vibes we got on Alliance Pride is the cohort. You know, mm. that peer-to-peer learning from people that are totally. two or three steps ahead of you. I yeah. set on an hour call with my acceleration partners, Ron, Mao, and Lindsay, to finalize a proposal before I sent it off. Yep. I jumped on a call like this, I shared my screen, Ron was like, hey Mike, I think we could fix, we literally spent an hour chopping up this proposal, and it was when I was working with you on, Bill, and I had three options on there, and we said, you know what? We're gonna make it easy, we're gonna do two. Yep. Right, because we're just trying to gain a foothold with this particular client. Right. But that real peer-to-peer learning, that actionable steps, you know, having people that you can sit down with. And then in the airport, come back from the tactical advance. What did Freddie Kim say? Mike, help me build my customer activation cycle. Boom. Right there in the airport. So that's like real deal value instead of just hype. Hype oh, doesn't put money in the bank account.
1: No, it's real deal progress. Not, you know, showing up at a networking event with some you know a nice outfit and and a big hype speech about how great you're doing and getting a name badge this is real deal acceleration and and so i i'm not saying you know you need to check out our cohort or our cohort members but you need to find somebody where you can get real with them and get real help you know sometimes i never at a networking event does that work sometimes at a mastermind, it works, but rarely, usually masterminds, you know, you go home from a. I was in, listen, I've been in not hundreds of masterminds, but I've been in a lot going dating all the way back to the early nineties. All right. But here's the deal. I go home, I go home, Mike, with a notebook full of stuff that I never get implemented. Because number one, I don't know necessarily how to implement it. And number two, I'm busier than hell, and so the framework and the people with the framework are 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 the ways that shit gets done. And so if if you if you how do I discern right uh, whether I have good inputs or bad inputs? Can I implement this, or is it just hustle porn, cocaine that I'm addicted to because it makes me feel really good? And, and I can easily hit the like button. Screw the damn like button. Implement something that makes you money, makes impact, gets you home for dinner on time, uh, gets you to your daughter's soccer game, puts money in your bank. I mean, Mike, you remember in the beginning when you were barely paying your bills and, 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 and now you're able to pay other people's bills. You're making so much money.
0: I didn't put it in the good news chat yet, but I was able to put my audio engineer on retainer. You know, I just hey. been paying her per uh, d- download, not per download, but per podcast. Yep. But now I'm in the process of scaling up, building a real company. I got like six people, six team members, You know, and I'm yep. the only one on salary now, but the goal is to get her up to the point where I can have her on full-time salary outside of just mm. like the retainer. But for mm. a small business owner that bootstrapped one of one, and scaled up, it was a big accomplishment for me to help her make up some of that income because she put in her two weeks notice at her other job and being able to have a home for her
1: is like super, I'm very proud of that. You should be, you've made a lot of progress. And I can encourage all of you that each of you is you know, uniquely different than Mike, but you're as uniquely skilled as Mike, you know? And, And I see it hundreds of times. And the difference uh, that I see in your ability to, you know, if you're pre-revenue, launch your business; if you're early revenue, grow your business, get your first ten customers, get your first hundred, are the are the tools and the people that will help you accelerate the implementation of those tools. Now, don't get me wrong, uh, I, I I don't I'm not a big fan of social media. But I do read very specifically, you know, books and blogs, and I would encourage you to not stop that based on what we said today, but to discern who are those people that are filling your brain? Are they helping you make money or are they just making you feel good? Because the question is, do you want to feel good or do you want to make a difference? And I think there's a line that you have to cross over because feeling good is easy. Making a difference is hard as freaking hell. And it's why very few people do it. And so that's why I asked those questions at a, at a networking event. Oh, great. Well, sounds like you're killing it. What would you pay yourself last year? Because it gets people real to what really matters. I can't help somebody who pretends to be a success when really they're not, because then they're not going to get help. They're just going to stay stuck where they are. And and so, so you know, go
0: ahead. No, you finish first. I jumped in.
1: No, I, I think that that was I think that then is where I would like you to be comfortable drawing a line for yourself. Is don't do what social media tells you is popular because it's probably popular for them and not you don't do what everybody at a so-called networking event or mastermind event or all these other things tell you works unless they can show you how it works. If they can't show you a brand playbook or a customer activation cycle or all that, then what is it worth for you to listen to them?
0: What I was going to say is, you know, we don't just come on here and riff, right? We also give our listeners some actionable takeaways. And I think one thing that I want everyone to do is I want you to do a hustle porn audit, right? I really want you to like look at your bookshelf and say, or your content or whatever you're listening to and say, have I taken any value out of this and put money in my bank account? Whether you're a nonprofit too, has it led to a donation or if you're a small business or whatever, has it put money in your bank account? And just start by doing that. Just do a clean audit and ask yourself like the hard
1: questions. Is this a distraction from doing the actual work? Yep. I'll tell you what we'll do, Mike. Um, I know you've got um, a good following on your podcast and probably a lot of those people follow you either on LinkedIn uh, or on your email list. If you're not subscribed, if you're not following Mike on LinkedIn or Ironbound Media, you should. If you're not subscribed to his blog, you should. But here's what we could do, Mike, between now and the next time we talk is I would love to create Bill and and, uh, Iron Mike's, uh, I don't know, top 10 blog lists. I'll give you a couple. You can add in yours and top 10 books. How's that? So book and a blog. All right. And then if we do have somebody we follow on social media, let's feel free to share. I follow people. Um, I'm not saying everybody out there is. Uh, hustle porn there's some really good people out there and we'll give you those too and then mike we can package that up and then you can drop it out to your listeners uh or your followers or your email subscribers and at least they can see that we're trying to be helpful we're not trying to leave you here high and dry you know like i don't know what they're talking about like who are the real deal because a lot of times you can't tell love it okay
0: so as we As we close out here, like Bill mentioned, we have a newsletter for Dog Whistle Brandon in the show notes. Just subscribe to the newsletter. And I'm amazed. I'm I'm just so thankful when people reach out to me. I literally posted something today and instantly I got a text. And I was like, people read this. People legitimately read this content and are getting value out of it. And so, you know, I try to be as thoughtful as I can. Bill's newsletter with the Lions pride is great. Same thing. We try to put thoughtful content out. So make sure you subscribe and feel free to connect with either Bill or I on LinkedIn um, at Iron Mike Stedman and uh,
1: Bill Watkins. So Bill, anything up, anything left before we close out? No, Mike, I, I just want to, again, congratulate you on the progress you made. Uh, Mike uh, uh, taught a member session down at the tactile advance in Florida. That was riveting very valuable and he just taught for an hour and a half uh, um, at, at, at our most senior cohort level uh, Mike was teaching them uh, and and they were leaning in. Uh, everybody stayed till the end there were a few people who had to jump off with great regret because of the value they got and so thank you Mike've you've, you've, uh, uh, you've come a long way. I was never surprised. But uh, I'm I'm, I'm still going to congratulate you.
0: I appreciate it. So until next week, everyone, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcast series in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is also powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full service support. We're proud to support veterans and other badass business owners at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at (laughs) thelionspride.com.